0: Hello, my name is Jocelyn Frank, and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. China has enjoyed terrific rates of growth in recent years. Its economy even continued to expand during the global recession. But there's worry now that the days of China's rapid growth might be behind it. Most agree that Asia's largest economy now needs to look inward, to pivot away from manufacturing and exports in order to focus on more domestic consumption and its own service sector. It's a kind of rebalancing of the economy. David Dollar is an economist at the Brookings Institute and an expert in Chinese economic policy. In June's issue of Finance and Development magazine, Mr. Dollar explained some factors in China's past growth and the challenges the country now faces. I asked him to describe what a growth rate like 11 percent, which China enjoyed in the past, means in practical terms.
1: What it means in practical terms for the economy to be growing at about 11 percent is that the whole size of the economy doubles in about six or seven years. And in general, people's incomes are going up at about the same rate as GDP. So you know, just think about your family. If, if after a six-year period, your income doubled, and then the next six-year period it doubled again, then you would be four times better off than you were at the beginning. So it's very, very dramatic improvement in people's living standards. 11%.
0: Sounds good to me. That sounds like a beautiful, thriving economy, as you just described. And nowadays, it's about 8%. I mean, that is a significant difference. Tell me more about how that can be felt.
1: Right. So that is a significant difference. And what's happened in the last five, six years is the growth rate has slowed down quite a bit, but the investment rate has actually gotten higher and higher. So they've reached a point of what we call diminishing returns. So as they build more factories and infrastructure, it doesn't have as much impact as it used to. So I say the old growth model is running out of steam. It's still a very good growth rate. You know, so people's incomes are still going up, but not just, just not quite as fast as they were 10 years ago.
0: It seems that the Chinese government is acknowledging that. And there's a lot of use of this word rebalancing. We need to rebalance this, we need to rebalance that. What exactly does rebalancing mean in this context? What are some of the suggestions that are floating around around that word?
1: Right. So the problem with the word rebalance is it has a lot of different meanings in the Chinese context, all of which are quite relevant. China was growing based on exports initially, and in the process they developed a very large trade surplus. So one aspect of rebalancing is relying less on external demand and more on domestic demand. They frankly made quite a lot of progress with that. So a second meaning, which is probably more relevant now, is that looking at their domestic demand, you know, the majority of it has been investment, and that's helped them grow, but now they're facing this problem of excess capacity. You know, they've built too much housing stock. They've built too many steel factories, cement plants, a lot of that's operating at about 50% of capacity. So to me, the most important aspect of rebalancing now is shifting away from such a heavy focus on investment and having more consumption in their demand.
0: What are some of the tools that actually lead to those kinds of changes?
1: It is hard to bring about this kind of structural change. The good news is in their third plenum and more recently at their National People's Congress, You know they've laid out a pretty good vision of what they want to do. Uh, you know, For example, they have this system that restricts people's mobility. It's very hard for people to move away from their original location, particularly hard for people to move from the countryside to the cities. They allow some people to migrate, but only as workers. So they literally come and they live on the construction site or they work in a work in a factory and live in the dormitory but rural migrants have not been able to come bring their children bring their parents and really establish urban living so now they're talking about changing that and and letting more migrants bring their families and have access to social services if they could bring their children and send them to school we consider most education spending to be consumption in the national accounts so that would be a very healthy shift It would be a good example of of concretely shifting the model from such a focus on investment to really more taking care of people's needs.
0: What are the benefits for the world if China does rebalance its economy?
1: I think it'll have a big impact on the global economy because China is the second biggest economy in the world now. They needed to import a lot of minerals and energy and even quite a bit of food, frankly. That's likely to moderate On the other hand, up until now, because consumption is very low, has been very low, China has not really imported a lot that stays in China. So I think of this rebalancing, opening up a lot of new opportunities for developing countries. For example, last year, 100 million Chinese tourists went abroad. Mostly they're going to nearby Asian countries, but they're also going to Europe, the United States, even to Africa. So there's gonna be a lot of opportunities to provide tourist services to Chinese travelers wages are going up very rapidly that's that's a positive positive for chinese people and it's positive for rebalancing so you're starting to see production of shoes and some of the simple electronic assembly more of that is moving to countries like vietnam or bangladesh or indonesia and then as china continues to develop there will be opportunities for nearby countries to export manufacturing products to china so it's really you know really creates very good opportunities for especially for nearby countries but frankly China's big enough to affect the whole world.
0: That was economist David Dollar on the importance of rebalancing the Chinese economy. Mr. Dollar is a senior fellow at the John L. Thornton China Center at the Brookings Institute in Washington, D.C. To hear additional podcasts from the IMF, go to www.soundcloud.com forward slash IMF dash podcasts.